Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Back in. Taco Tuesday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast, where literally about three or four minutes ago, Schefter hits uh, the Twitter world with uh, a bombshell. Bradley Chubb traded to the Dolphins for a first round pick. And I hope by the end of this podcast in the next 20 or 30 minutes, maybe we'll know what else is involved in the package. Bradley Chubb traded for a first round pick, which uh, was a first round pick. The dolphins got from the 49ers. So, um, you know, whatever happens to the 49ers here this season, will you know, dictate uh, the Broncos having anywhere from, uh, you know, top 10, 12, 15 pick to, who knows, man? The 49ers are really good. They looked really, really good. Christian McCaffrey looked great last week. Might be a late first-round pick. Either way, Bradley Chubb, a Dolphin, a first-round pick recouped. Uh, the Broncos move on uh, from Bradley Chubb. I can live with it. There's some people saying, well, tell Bradley Chubb, you know, you're going to trade him, but you're actually going to try to re-sign him at the end of the year in free agency. Sounds kind of silly to me. Um what are your initial thoughts on the trade? Danny Bailey, co-host of the Broncos Blitz podcast with Danny Williams. Hi. Hi. Uh, well, I was very firm in my belief that we should not be trading Bradley Chubb. Why? But, well, I said it on a podcast a couple days ago, but it just he's a leader on this team. This is the second year in a row you're trading away a captain of the defense. Um, I like Bradley Chubb a lot. I think that Obviously, there are some concerns with health, and maybe that's the reason you move on while he's while his stock is so high. Um, but yeah, I was I was uh, of the mind that you keep him around, keep him on this defense. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And the defense was pretty much the only part of the Broncos. Even that wasn't if you broke. knew he was going to walk away and go to another team next season, you weren't going to be able to afford to resign him. If it if that was the fact. Yeah. Of the matter? Well, that's what then I'm okay the, with I think it. that's what then is I'm okay the fact with it. of the yeah. matter. I yeah. think the no, Broncos I trust George already, Payton. I think the Broncos already decided they weren't willing to pay him $24 million times three years. That's $60 million sure. at least all guaranteed for a guy who, again, uh, to me, this feels a little bit too much, like I said on the show today, Garrett Bowles. You know, under I mean, underperformed, underperformed, hurt. Kind of an attitude problem. I don't like how Bradley Chubb handled himself on the sidelines a couple of times over the last year or two. Um, and then finally, in a contract year, you have you know one great year. Sure. 
I look at you who you were the three or four years leading up. Um, um, that's who you are as opposed to the one year where you maybe kind of got it together or you're up for a contract or you're finally healthy or whatever. So I wish Bradley Chubb a ton of success in Miami. If he goes on to Me be too, great yeah. there, I won't feel sad about it. I won't be mad or sad about it because I knew and I know it wasn't going to happen here. And um, the first round pick, you know, back having a first round pick again will help this team moving forward. A team that is a couple of years away from um, – you know, uh, winning a Super Bowl, competing for a Super Bowl. The Dolphins feel like they have fast-forwarded that process a little bit and that Bradley Chubb might be a guy who can put them on the level of the Chiefs and of the Bills. Um, I guess we will see. Yeah, you want um, some more? Uh, I'm not mad at Bradley Chubb. I'm not mad at him. Why would you be? Well, because he never lived <laughs> up. He was a fifth overall pick. Well, yeah, but he's so been that, hurt. I think I think part of the reason I didn't want to see him go cause, is because I don't believe that we've seen the best of him yet. The last time we drafted this high, okay, was between Vaughn 2 and Patrick Sertan 9. Bradley mm-hmm. Chubb was at 5. Yeah. Is he anything close to either one of those two guys? No. No. And then he's not. I saw Anillo doesn't like this take. I don't like this take. Either it is Cody Rorick doesn't like this take <laughs> that Bradley Chubb's not Bradley Chubb's, Chubb is not Josh Allen, and he's never going to be, and people can't get that like out of their heads or that bad taste out of their mouth. That's the reality. Okay. Yeah, but it's also just that's like yeah, but it's it's see, a dumb mentality. Bradley Chubb but it represents is the mentality of a fan. Uh, no, I say Bradley Chubb represents the greatest miss. Sure. In the history of the Denver Broncos, Josh when Allen it comes wouldn't be Josh the Allen. The biggest if he was here. That's not true. That is hundred percent. I totally true. agree. I think he'd be. I totally think he'd be a huge star here. It'd be the same thing as in Buffalo. Um, they didn't have much going for themselves. That's why they were drafting so high as well. Yeah, but back it's in coaching. Uh, okay, but the coaching like, here uh, wouldn't have co- developed Josh Allen. I don't know. I disagree. I think Josh Allen would have been great anywhere. I think there's a lot of quarterbacks who do and are developed and need the right coaching to bring the best out of them. Josh Allen, he's a five-tool Mike Trout-like prospect. He'd have hit and found a way to be good anywhere, I think. And just the reality is we know what he did and has become. Um, and it sucks. And um, I don't know. It's, it's, that's real. That's real like a real – fans matter. And if that's a fan – boy or fan guy take it's a reality that a lot of broncos no, fans it's just live. a fan take yeah it's a, it's a sports take i mean it's he represents like the biggest they draft are connected miss in the history of the franchise that's the truth i'd say and um i don't know i'm okay with bradley chubb i'm not mad at him but i'm disappointed it didn't all work on I'm, I'm 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 disappointed bradley chubb didn't turn into von miller or Shaq Barrett, even. That never happened. And um, shoot, there's a little bit, too, if we're going really like back. It's like the butterfly effect, but if we're going to go back, you know, the other ways. Uh, that, like, Bradley Chubb might represent Vaughn not being here anymore. You don't go with Bradley Chubb and all the expectations and him being kind of the heir apparent. Well, then you just kind of move forward along with Vaughn. Maybe you re-signed Vaughn a year or two ago before. And, he's you know, you don't have to overpay him like... Um, Buffalo did to keep him around. That's what I'm saying. There's no win or lose. And we're not like a look back in the past and be a crybaby show type of show. 
We don't do that. We're solutions oriented. Okay, so we're gonna move forward, and that's what the Broncos are gonna do. Um, you now the Broncos have a rooting interest against the 49ers. They want them. We got. We got to want them to struggle and fail. Even though I really like the 49ers in a lot of weird ways, and sure. a lot of people in Broncos country, I think, do too. To appreciate those uh, those guys because of um, Kyle and you know Shanahan and John Lynch. You know. Um, so what were you gonna say? You want the trade terms from Schefter? Yes. Sources uh, have told him Miami trades 2023 first-round pick from San Francisco, 2024 fourth-round pick, and running back Chase Edmonds. Whoa! Denver trades outside linebacker Bradley Chubb, 2025 fifth-round pick. Oh! So, Chase Edmonds, another new running back coming in. Damn. You had said before the show you hope they get another player. I had Chase Edmonds a week ago. I had a token um, as a boost um, as an anytime touchdown score. And I had him as an anytime touchdown score. It didn't hit. <laughs> but um, it's enough of a connection uh, for me to have to the player to make this look like it's kind of an interesting move here. The guy... Um, He's only getting, let's see, he had four attempts for 14 yards last week. The week before, seven touches. Week before, two touches. Week before, one, five, six, five. Um, yeah, well, they're using Raheem Mostert out there. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I think they got a little bit of what uh, the Niners have. If They just have a scheme and, and they could just run different guys and feel like they can be successful at it. But, um, yeah, interesting. He was the fourth round pick in 2018. He's 26 years old, and he's Same a age runner. As Chubb. Yeah, he's a runner. Okay, cool, interesting. Yeah, yeah. How's that I make mean, you feel? I uh, I like that they got two picks in a player for a pick in a player. Um, I think that George Payton has done a lot of good things with the roster, and while personally I would like to keep Bradley Chubb on that roster. I trust George and what he's got planned. Do you trust George? Yeah. Even if he hired Nathaniel Hack and that ends up being a big fail, can we let him off the hook for that because of the other things that he's done? Well, I'm not going to let him off the hook for it, but... Well, it, you have no it, choice. But it's less... It's it's like the the offsetting points don't make it so bad that I would want to throw it away over one mistake, over one mistake. Russell Wilson, if this is the Russell Wilson and like, this is just who he is next season. He's just as bad. It's like Peyton at the end. And if he missed on Russell Wilson and on Hackett, then yeah, that's bad. Cause those are the two biggest decisions for sure. Yeah. Okay. And they probably would fire him. Yeah. I just want to make sure we're on the same. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, it's... Uh, but a missing on a head coach is not enough to be fired? Not if it's the only miss that so you you're have. you're going to give the guy an opportunity to hire another coach? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. You're right. I mean, he's not the only one making the decision. No, you're not. It he's is not his decision, the decision. And the answer, I think, is, yeah. A general manager input, does right? get an opportunity to hire maybe a second coach. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because you had new coach and new quarterback. Well, and he had, didn't had know some how success. It's mold. It does look like George Payton does know what he's doing, but not every decision is going to be the right one. Of course, you want your misses to be in the fourth round on a corner who doesn't end up being a great player and not the head coach. But that's you know he's uh, he has earned Nathaniel Hackett hasn't earned anything at all. 
So he um, has to do something in the second half of the season to really probably keep his job. Um, and I was never one to, he's going to be fired in the middle of the season. That was always ridiculous and a stupid notion because it's not how it works. It's just would have been historic and unprecedented in nature and in NFL history if the guy would have been fired if they would have lost to Jacksonville, okay? It just would have been, like, it would have been crazy. So he'll be coached at the end of the year, and he'll probably be fired, and then they'll go find, I don't know, somebody who I hope is – Got some Kevin O'Connell in him and some Mike McDaniel. Mike McDaniel didn't look the part at all. He's the he's the ugly version of Sean McVay. You know, he didn't look like Kyle and like he's from that tree and all that. He don't look yeah. like Kingsbury and just kind of like, you know. Um, but he was the right guy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, Chip Kelly looks just like a little nothing, you know, with a bad attitude and an ugly face, ugly, you know, jerk face. But he can coach. So. And coach college pretty well. Yeah, I'm sorry, college pretty well. Uh, they were one ten. They were ten and six his first year in Philly, and then they were tanked mm. after that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know. That's just what I think. I think Hackett gets to the end of the year. It's fired, and uh, that's it. How how would Hackett save his job? Six and three down the stretch gets you to nine wins. Okay. That gets you a 30% chance of making the playoffs. 10 wins probably gets you like an 85 to 90% chance of making the playoffs. So eight and nine is a fail. Fail. Yeah. Okay. Eight and nine is a fail. And that would be going five and four down the stretch. It'd be that back and forth, win one, lose one, kind of 500 team that while they're three and five, that kind of feels like who they are. They're better than three and five, I think. But uh, barring, I think barring six and three down the stretch, he's fired. And that's it. And he's a swell guy. I feel bad saying it. He's not a bad guy. It just hasn't worked. And I don't think it's going to work. It seems a little too big for him. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. It just seems a little bit too big for the guy who, like, from – you know, just the pacing around the sidelines to looking at the play sheet to the them already admitting the play calls calling in and like you know like the great offensive minds they're thinking they're like they're like Bobby Fisher they're like chess players they're thinking about two and three and four plays ahead based off what this the result of this play and the down based off then what the next play is mm-hmm. to set up the next play. So, I mean, like, that's just, it's almost like you got to have a brain that's working like, um, you know, like a computer, man, like a machine. And I don't think Nathaniel Hackett is, brain works like that. It's no diss. And I'm not, like, trying to call the guy a dummy. And I'm not saying he's not good enough. I just think that it's a very, very hard job. Oh, absolutely. Because there's that's there's that's the on the field product during game day when you're in the war of it all. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's like the culture building, it's the staff, it's the planning of what what we do when we get there. Eight o'clock we do this, nine o'clock this, you know, is lunchtime better at uh, uh, eleven o'clock or the guys need a little more work and we'll eat that at twelve o'clock. I mean like the, the the head coach does all that. Yeah. Literally does all of that in the in the entire building. He's got to relate to the players. He's got to, I mean, like, to each guy is a little bit different. you got to try to, you know, each guy's going through stuff. They're young and rich. They're, you know, dudes from coming from nothing who are, have money now. It's like it, the responsibility of the head coach is so, so much more than people, I think, would ever kind of understand and realize. 
And he was just a piece of the puzzle before. You know, he's just a piece of the puzzle. And, like, I say this all the time. This is not a great analogy. But, man, you know, he was in it. He's seen it. His dad coached. All that kind of stuff. You know, man, I could um, – people, that, they go to school. Um, they're smart. They're valedictorians coming, you know, coming up. Their parents pay for private school. Then they go to college somewhere. And then they graduate. And they go to medical school. And that's, like, another three or four or five years. And they're, like, trying to be a doctor. And there's, like, a surgeon, all that kind of stuff. That Until, like – Man, that don't mean you can cut people open and fix them, and it's you know you're gonna be good at it. True. Okay. It just doesn't. You know, it's like, I mean, like I couldn't. I could go to. I just couldn't do it. Like, go to school and get A's for one. <laughs> <laughs> School's for fools. No, but um, I just mean like the whole thing. It's just not everybody's cut out for it. Even if you seem that you're more had the, a pedigree as good as anybody sought up close with my old man um had success in a successful organization at every level college uh, collegiate and professional doesn't mean you could do it on game day and doesn't mean you could build a winner here you know that's it yeah. that's as simple as that so i think this team <coughs> probably needed a veteran established once one time NFL head coach. Okay. And again, the two guys who I really, really liked are McDaniel, who's not that, and Kevin O'Connell, who was a former player at a high level, and the Broncos loved him. There was a point when after um Dan Quinn, it was like, Dale Dan Quinn and um is a, it's a done deal. Him and uh, George Payne have a relationship going back. You know, he talked about this working together back in the day. It seemed like it was then Kevin O'Connell came into play and mm-hmm. swept everybody off their feet for like two or three days. It was all about Kevin O'Connell. Everyone was loving on him here. They were loving on him here. And then fucking Los Dos Patrios, you know. <laughs> Daniel Hackett gets a margarita at Los Dos Patrios, and all of a sudden he's the fucking head coach of the team. So um, that's it. It could have went down a lot different, and it didn't. It was a miss. It's like you uh, – like anything. I um, will look at the Shane Company, like for Christmas gifts for my wife. I've bought every color necklace, every color bracelet, every color – you know, we got rings. We got the whole thing. I'll go down. I'm still trying to find something. I'll be, like, down to, like, three. And at two, I know she's going to love. And one, she'll say, thank you. And she'll laugh like she really likes it, but it's going to be a miss. Yeah. So I'll do my best to try to, you know, some hints or sometimes I just ask, what do you like? But when you roll the dice like that, sometimes you make an expensive buy. Sometimes you end up making the wrong decision and there's just no going back. You can't fire a head coach right away. There's no trial. You can't, there's no, well, yeah, we're going to hire you interim. Let's see how it goes for a couple months and then we'll decide if we want it. It just doesn't work like that. Yeah. So they made a bad decision in Daniel Hackett and, um, they got to, there's again, how many good coaches were just on the market this last time around? Dayball looks great. Um, so, what's the Jets head coach last Robert time around? Sala. Sala, man. I mean, look how, look how good he is. Imagine a guy like that here. You know, that's like yeah. the best of both worlds. That's the young, you know, polish of the Vance Josephs and the, uh, um, and the Nathaniel Hackett. And then that's like the, the respect factor of the Tomlin and even the old Vic Fangio kind of toughness, football coach, respect me kind of stuff. Not trying to be everyone's best friend, trying to understand that he's the boss and the leader. And he cares about you, but also it's about business. Mm-hmm. It ain't about, you know, being best friends with everybody, big smiles and 
fucking bro hugs and all that kind of stuff that Daniel Hackett does. So, um, again, that's, you know, Bradley Chubb was traded. He was traded uh, about 30 minutes ago. I'm sure they've been working and working and working on it. The Broncos were asking two number ones. There was no takers, two number ones. Um, There was, though, double-digit teams who called and inquired on Bradley Chubb. Whether half those teams were wanted to throw a second or a couple thirds, you know, a flyer, because again, he could walk away from any team after he's traded at the end of this year and walk into free agency. Um, or there was a team, you know, offering um, a one and a three, you know. I don't know if the one and the threes, I take the one and three better than the one, the four, the player, and give the fifth. So this is probably just the best deal. They don't yeah. what I'm, and what I mean by they know there wasn't no all right Bradley Chubb we have three pretty close deals here this like the, they give Tim Tebow the option but Tim Tebow won a playoff game for them Tim yeah. Tebow kind of you know did something for those guys and they gave him the opportunity you want to go to the Jaguars or the Jets and he chose the Jets I don't think um, Bradley Chubb kind of had that kind of clout but I think the love on him and how everyone was so interested in him probably was pumping his nads up where you didn't have to feel like you got to tell him the right things and it didn't work out and we're sorry. He don't got to be sorry, Broncos. You know, it's, he's, everyone's a winner. Everyone's a winner in this deal. Okay? Yeah. I don't think they'll skip a beat. We're not as, you know, Baron Browning's out. We're not as healthy right around that area in the kind of group of dudes that we would really maybe want to be. But Vaughn left last year for the third and the, the second and third pick. The Broncos didn't skip a beat. I mean, they weren't a great team in the first place, but they weren't, like, worse off for it. It wasn't yeah. like all of a sudden the defense wasn't That's good fair. anymore. So I think the same thing kind of happens with Bradley Chubb. I think the Broncos have learned to play without Bradley Chubb over the last couple of years, and I think they've prepared as such as well. So, um, you know, we'll wrap it up here. Um, but fa- was this a failed venture with Bradley Chubb? No. Failed experiment or successful? No, I think it was just something that ran its course, I guess. His time here was was up. I don't think it was a failure. I don't can't call it a failure because we're getting a first round pick back. Yeah. In a lot of ways you can call it a successful business deal. <laughs> because we couldn't have won anyway. Over the last few years, and then we realized when you draft a guy that high, you want him to be franchise-altering. You want him to be Vaughn sure. or Patrick Sertan. No doubt. He wasn't that. He's not going to become that overnight now. And now you're back into the draft and matter again in the draft. Um, kind of. We'll see. It'll be, it'd have been tough going two years in a row without a first-round pick. That's we would have, true. like, felt that. Not, I mean, like, the team and, like, media dudes. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? All right, uh, Nick Bonito. Oh, okay, cool. You know, it's like, yeah. You just got to have, you know, you got to get better. Find a way to get better moving forward. And you weren't going to get better moving forward. People are saying, well, could I keep him Bradley Chubb to get your, your better? You're one of your best players. Now, by paying Bradley Chubb $24 million, $25 million per Seventy-five million guaranteed. People watch watch this deal he gets in the offseason or this extension here or whatever. It's gonna go down. Um, it's you're gonna be people gonna be like, I don't never paid him that. Yeah, I never paid him that here. For what? Yeah. So like I mean, you said earlier, win for everybody. It is a win yeah. for everybody. No hard feelings, Bradley Chubb. Uh, Maverick Sports, the Maverick Sports app. Big fan of those guys. Go check out the website first. Go get a look around. See what you. Th- I mean, the lines are always better. That half point that I have to give somewhere else, I don't on Maverick. 
It's just like the juice is loose. I'm telling you, it's like, and I'm a parlay builder. So when I'm, it's, you know, minus 120 is not as good as minus 110 or plus 100. When you're putting those things together, we're talking about the difference in lots and lots of money that I lose, but also win at Maverick Sports. And when I do win, they cash it out easy for me. When I want to deposit 25 bucks or 50 bucks, it's super easy to do. I love these guys. Go check them out. Um, Total Beverage, TotalBev.com, the superstore liquor stores around town that you know up north. Um, they're the best. There's nothing really like these guys. Uh, I suggest it's worth it for an extra. If you guys drive an extra 10 or 15 or 20 minutes to these guys, it's well worth it. Then the extra money you'll spend going running in, like, the corner liquor store shop in the strip mall or whatever, um, especially if you're buying, like, uh, we make some margaritas, so I'm going to buy some Suerte tequila, you know, some mixed stuff, going to grab some White Claws, going to grab some Modelo beers for the team dads. Um, yeah, that's what we do. And just like that, boom, 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 it adds up. Um, you know, when you're saving 15 or 17 17 or 20 bucks, that's McDonald's money. It's two Happy Meals, and that's a Big Mac meal. Okay, just like that. Thank you, Total Bev, for the McDonald's. I appreciate you guys. Um, and then Plot River Mortgage, PlotRiverMortgage.com. Sean Sedita, man, a world-class act. Uh, the local guy who's uh, been around for 20 years who will get you the house that you want. You've put four offers on five offers on houses, and you're just heartbroken. Oh, we were outbid. Yeah, uh, by a guy. Oh, he was a realtor. He had paid cash. And you're just like, well, we can never compete with that. Sean will find a way to get you that house when you're paying $3,000 rent. Oh, my Lord. Don't do it. Call Platte River Mortgage. Just Sean will answer, and if he doesn't, he'll call you back. And um, he's going to be the guy to make it happen for you, make you believe, put a game plan together to get it done. Danny Bailey, where could I find your work? At dbailey5280 on Twitter and on uh, Mile High Sports Radio, 4 to 6 p.m. with Cody Rourke and Anilo Piro on Afternoon Drive. Okay, good stuff. Appreciate you. Um, Historic Broncos Blitz podcast and historic day in Broncos history. It really is days like this. Um, It actually gives us something to talk about now through the bye week, to be honest with you, which is always good for business for what we do. And um, I don't feel sad about it. I thought, you know... When if this happened, I was trying to imagine like my the way I'd feel without him and the way I do uh, with him. First round picks are very very valuable, and say George Payton uses that first round pick on some other beefcake, turn it into an actual player um, rather than just you know rolling the dice and drafting an offensive lineman or something somewhere. Or if you do draft there, say you get the best offensive lineman in the draft. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, something like that. So, you know, you got to be big picture thinkers. Don't feel bad about it. Don't feel bad. You know, if you bought a Bradley Chubb jersey, that's on you. That's that's all your that's your fault. If you, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but man, that's it. Uh, I'm Danny Williams. I'm at tweets Danny on Twitter. Do the radio show from ten to noon to Mile High Sports every single day. You can watch it at milehighsports.com, ninety-eight point one FM, one hundred seven point five HD three. Those absolute tight, and we got tons of people who are watching the show in the stream every day. It's like you're watching the radio show, which you don't gotta literally watch, but the quality is so you know so good. You could just kind of leave it on your phone and just kind of listen to us. Well, you know, um, you're just looking around MileHighSports.com. So that's cool, too. Uh, Good stuff, Danny Bailey. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. And we love you guys out there. Good night, Sheila. Good night, Sierra.